This is dialed into headlines for September 16th. From USA Today, Hurricane Lee, a post-tropical cyclone, is hitting the New England coast with heavy rain, strong winds, and pounding surf. It reached Category 5 strength during its journey across the Atlantic. The storm will continue to affect eastern New England and Atlantic Canada. Areas such as eastern Maine, southern New Brunswick, and western Nova Scotia may experience hurricane conditions and coastal flooding. The strongest winds are expected from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Saturday across outer Cape Cod through Nantucket. Maine and Massachusetts are under a state of emergency. Downed trees and power outages are likely throughout affected areas. Hurricane Lee's path and forecast are being tracked by the National Hurricane Center. From Reuters, Iranian security forces cracked down on protests in Kurdish areas of the country on Saturday, a year after the death of Masa Amini. The 22-year-old Kurdish woman's death in custody last year sparked major unrest and condemnation. State-affiliated media reported several arrests of counter-revolutionaries and terrorists in different Iranian cities, with security forces foiling plots to create disturbances around illegal demonstrations. While heavy security presence deterred large-scale rallies, sporadic confrontations were reported in several areas. In the capital, Tehran, videos showed people cheering a protesting couple as drivers honked their car horns. The official IRNA news agency reported a fire in a women's ward at Karchak Prison, which was put out with no casualties. The Kurdistan Human Rights Network reported that special forces entered the ward, beat up women, and fired pellet bullets. Human rights groups also reported security forces opening fire in the Kurdish city of Mahabad, with at least one person injured. In Sakhez, Masa Amini's hometown, police reportedly shot a man causing serious injuries. Social media footage showed residents of various cities, including Tehran, protesting against Supreme Leader Ayatollah Ali Khamenei. Following Amini's death last year, rights groups reported over 500 people killed, hundreds injured, and thousands arrested in the protests. On the anniversary of her death, her father was warned against marking the occasion, and the family could not hold a planned vigil. Iran's crackdown on protests coincided with condemnation from the United Nations nuclear watchdog of Tehran's decision to bar several inspectors from the country. U.S. President Joe Biden stated that Masa's story inspired a historic movement, while Britain and the U.S. imposed sanctions on Iranian officials connected to the suppression of protests. Say Her Name protests and strikes were planned in international cities and Iranian Kurdistan, although Iranian media reported that Saqqez was completely quiet. Amnesty International has noted that Iranian authorities have subjected victims' families to arbitrary arrest, detention, and cruel restrictions on peaceful gatherings at grave sites. Many individuals accused of links to the protests have been arrested, threatened, or fired from their jobs. The lawyer for Masa Amini's family also faces charges of propaganda against the system. From BBC News, U.S. Special Counsel Jack Smith has requested a gag order on Donald Trump in the federal election meddling case. Smith wants limitations on public comments to prevent witness harassment. Trump retaliated on social media, accusing Smith of misconduct. The request was unsealed by District Court Judge Tanya Chutkan, along with other older court documents from the case. Prosecutors claim the proposed order is a narrow restriction to prevent disinformation and threats. If approved, Trump would be prohibited from making certain statements about witnesses or parties involved in the case. It does not restrict Trump from quoting from court documents or proclaiming innocence. Trump's lawyers have accused Judge Chutkin of bias and asked her to step aside. The ruling is pending. 
Twitter has secretly provided direct messages from Trump's account to Smith's team. Trump, the leading candidate for the 2024 Republican presidential nomination, is facing multiple legal challenges. From City Journal, President Biden wore a mask during a Medal of Honor ceremony last week, despite evidence suggesting that masks don't work. Mask mandates are also being implemented in schools, such as a junior high school in Alabama and an elementary school in Maryland. However, a recent Cochrane review found that wearing masks in the community makes little to no difference in preventing the spread of influenza-like illness or COVID-19. Furthermore, wearing masks can potentially increase the spread of viruses and can lead to harmful levels of carbon dioxide inhalation. The negative effects of mask mandates extend to children, impacting their education and potentially contributing to stillborn births. Despite this, mask mandates continue to be implemented worldwide. From ABC News, former Florida Surgeon General Dr. Scott Rivkees has contradicted the DeSantis administration's claims that updated COVID-19 vaccines are unsafe and ineffective, stating that they are proven safe and effective. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, CDC, and the Food and Drug Administration, FDA, have independently reviewed and approved the vaccines. Recommendations from federal health authorities state that everyone over the age of six months should receive the updated COVID vaccine. Governor Ron DeSantis has expressed opposition to booster shots, citing concerns about their safety, but Dr. Rivkes argues that the benefits of vaccination outweigh any potential risks, especially given the high number of COVID deaths in Florida. Dialed In is written and read by artificial intelligence. You can find out more at dialedin.today. Soon, we'll have have CTA to provide feedback at dialedin.today slash feedback and ask for new topics at dialedin.today slash topics. Those don't exist yet, though. <laughs>